Hey folks, welcome to the Live From Tomorrow podcast, a musical comedy about tech and innovation. I am Matt Hooper, the creator of the show, and I also happen to play the character Matt Hooper on the show, for reasons unknown, and uh, I'd like to have a word with the writer, frankly. We have arrived at episode four of our five-episode journey. Uh, For anyone who's joining us for the very first time, I do recommend you go back and listen to episodes one through three, but let's recap where we are in the story. Matt has taken Live From Tomorrow on the road to Dover, Delaware. Now, while this small city may not be considered a hub of innovation, there is apparently an enthusiastic community of tech experts down there for whom Matt is eager to perform. Besides, isn't this an opportunity to keep practicing for his big gig hosting the live stream in Copenhagen next month? Without further ado, please enjoy Live From Tomorrow Episode 4, The Node I Knew. Delaware's only coffee and pet shop that accepts cryptocurrency from Bitcoin to Ether to Zcash. Now, are you ready to have some fun tonight? Uh, I said, are you ready to have some fun tonight? Well, then let's do this thing. Ooh, do you like money? Cause I'm quite by myself. Well, let me bend your ear right here to a new kind of wealth. It's the information age in this internet of things. We haven't even scratched the surface of what the future brings. Huh? So I'm coming at you live from tomorrow's bountiful shores. Straight off a flight, shipped overnight like a drone drop at your door. Woo! Gather around, dear friends, and talk about blockchain. That immutable, inscrutable thing I'll anyone can explain But you find folks are different ha, You'll get almost all the jokes So let's be done with the song and dance And let's introduce our host Alright, well, if you want to put your hands together for your host Wait, I have a question y- You Yeah, are... is there going to be more music like that? Uh, there's a few songs. This is a variety show. Got it. Okay, let's go, Mr. Snuggles. Oh, dude, Mr. Snuggles is leaving? No, Fuck this. Wait. Come on, Catnip Everdeen. Uh, please, please, we have a substantive editorial piece coming up. I promise this will We're be- the Crypto Society of Dover, sir. Hosts of the second most popular meetup here at the Crypto Cat Cafe behind only fintech furballs. And we are serious about the future of non-fiat currency. We don't want jokes and songs. I, I get it, I get it, but hang on. Let me just, um, introduce your host for the evening, Matt Hooper! Matt, what's going on? Can you hear them out there? Sort of. They, they don't seem too happy. No, they don't. They're trying to leave. Who booked this gig? I did. My friend Pat Dreyfus lives down here. He said there's a burgeoning crypto scene in Dover. I searched for some crypto meetups and I found this cafe. They're playing for a tiny room full of angry, bearded, caffeinated men all holding cats. It's like that weekend with my Amish cousins at Petco all over again. What was that? Sorry, I slipped on the drum. Uh, This is ridiculous. It's not even a real backstage. It's okay, Bowens. Some shows just go better than others. We'll get through this. Matt, what are you doing? You need to get out there. I know, I will, Natasha. Is it 
as bad as Bowen says? Uh, what am I doing here? Acting and singing are my hobbies. Well, it's not amazing. I am a chiropodist! Thank you for coming, both of you, seriously. I don't know. Maybe we can do tomorrow's show at a co-working space, like back in New York? Maybe a WeWork? WeWork has gone to the dogs, Matt. Don't say that. No, literally. Crypto cat people have this cafe, the WeWork in Dover's for dog lovers. Also, I don't think there's going to be a show tomorrow night. Based on the audience reaction... Uh, guys, do you hear that? No more jokes! No more jokes! Gosh, these crypto guys are real serious about crypto. Come on, Bowens. No! Natasha, you're his advisor. Advise him against Bowens, this is no time to quit. You know what they say in Dover. The show must go on. Nobody out there is saying that! Hello, everybody! (sighs) Here goes nothing. You know, on Live from Tomorrow, we are all about showcasing new innovations, and there is almost nothing as disruptive or, yes, innovative as cryptocurrency. In fact, evangelists for Bitcoin, Ether, and other non-fiat digital currencies argue that it's not a matter of if crypto goes mainstream. Okay, yeah, that's a lot of cats. Not a matter of if crypto goes mainstream, but when. And we all know that these currencies are powered by a blockchain. You're single-handedly causing the price of Bitcoin to drop. (laughs) Wait, Bowens, you look so down. What's wrong? Don't you love blockchain? You know, Matt, I do love the geometry and glamour of blockchain. It's symmetrical beauty. But I'm also looking for a way to ensure that all of the data my company collects is maintained and kept private. That I'm insured stability and resilience. A server that protects my data on premises or in the cloud. Oh my God, is your sponsor a cloud software company? I've got a feeling there's a link to be forged, a chain of common good that can't be ignored. I'm through with playing dress up on a business model that just seems tired and bored. It's time to spin the globe and trace the supply, soaring into widescreen as our chain to the sky. Only with great heights can we determine how I'll be empty if my business is left behind. I'm languishing unnoticed on the ground floor alone, tethered and in prison like a sword in the stone. Unlock this chain gang, let them fly on their own. I feel us growing strong, basking in our bonds. We belong in the cloud. We're stronger every second. Transact beyond the box Resilient with scalability We're linked up by those stable blocks Like lily pads of life wrapped in a merciless fog They'll keep us safe and dry An oasis of stability Floating with tranquility Yet stronger in terms of liquidity Blockchain means we're stronger Hi, ma'am. I'm Natasha Vanskopal, and I'm an advisor with Live From Tomorrow. Uh, hi. In a room full of bearded cryptocurrency enthusiasts, all of whom are waiting to attack Matt with their cats, you're the only person here laughing. We should talk. Sure, but uh, I'm a journalist. I'm here for a piece about comedy and tech. I can't exactly go on record as a fan or anything, 
Plus, the only reason I'm here is my neighbor, he's just getting into tech, is friends with the host. He told me to come check it out. But are you a fan? This is my dream, Matt! My dream of a stronger, more secure future! I can see it, Bowens! It's big, it's bold, and it can work on-premises or in the cloud! Uh, no comment. We're stronger every second, warm and certain like a grandfather clock. Resilient with scalability, we're linked up by those stable blocks. Why opt to walk alone when you can soar free up above? The blockchain's our lifeline. Our bonds are filled with love, conscience hand in glove. Together we are strong. In the sky. All right, so uh, this this wouldn't be a variety show if it weren't, sir. Please, there's there's no need to rush off. If it weren't time for a little game show segment we call Versus VC. Versus.vc, oh yeah. Now, the way we play this is we invite three exciting crypto startups to the stage. And, and wait, okay, guys, don't, don't leave. What a waste. I didn't learn a thing. It's your soul. Wait, folks, you don't need to. I promise it's almost over. Please, everyone, just. We failed. We're the laughing stock of the Dover crypto community. <sighs> this doesn't bode well for me, Matt. I've been combining my job and my passion into a musical just like you. And this makes me wonder, is there an audience for Paul's Bunyan, a tall tale of feet, love, and friendship? Maybe some audiences aren't as into this whole make a variety show about tech thing. And maybe those audiences are right. No, no, I can be bummed out. I'm not the eccentric, upbeat innovation evangelist who bursts into song even when he's not on stage. You, my friend, are not allowed to be sad. Hey, barkeep, two more, please. You're staying? I thought you had to go call Roger. I do. Two more of these for you. You need it. I'll see you back at the hotel, Matt. <laughs> see you, Bones. Hey, are you in town for that uh, crypto thing? I am indeed, Mac. Then would you mind explaining this kid to me? This kid? Here, let me pull up the video on my phone. And that is why this is one zebra who won't be home for New Year's. <laughs> but enough about politics. Cryptocurrency is the word on the tip of everyone's tongue. What is it? How do you trade it? And where can I get some? What is this? Local news story from early this week. A cryptocurrency, or crypto for short, is non-government-backed, non-fiat currency. And in our digital age, where simplicity, efficiency, and cross-border payments are the name of the game, they are in vogue. On today's show, we have on the phone with us none other than Jake Riley, the founder of one of the hottest cryptocurrencies around, JakeCoin. Jake, it's so good to meet you. Thank you for being on the show. Good to be here. 
Jake, you've just had a very successful ICO, or initial coin offering. How are you feeling? And could you explain to some of the folks at home what an ICO entails? Um, I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P. Jake, it sounds like you merely recited a segment of the alphabet. Is this <laughs> part of your long-term strategy? Is this a hot new crypto acronym? Want to see my guys? Did you just ask if we want to see your guys? Is there something wrong with my earpiece? Yeah, Jake, I'm sorry, but are you referring to your employees at Jakecoin? Batman, Bob the Builder, um, Firefighter. Oh, I see what's happening. Jake Riley is a child. I'm six. Mm-hmm. Okay, six. That's cool. That's fun. That's fun stuff, buddy. Breaking news. Jake Riley is a six-year-old boy, and he's the founder of a successful cryptocurrency. For some context, I went to Princeton, graduated with a 3.8, and now finally regret not going to law school. If you have any idea I can get my hand on some Jake coins... I don't think I could be much help to you, Mac. Yeah, that's all right. Just won't put my hands around the future is all. Oh, and put my hands around the neck of whoever put on that god-awful show tonight next to her at the Crypto Cat Cafe. You heard the show was bad? I've never seen so many angry men with kittens marching up the street. And I've lived on a lot of streets. Matt, have a second? This is Feldman. She's a reporter for the Dover Digital Daily. She was in the audience tonight. Oof, my condolences. You made a mistake huge. Sorry, sometimes when I'm feeling blue, I words reverse. No need to apologize. I am, however, writing an article about ways of making tech funnier, more accessible, if you have a few minutes to chat. An interview? I'm going to be the subject? <laughs> the turns have tabled now. I thought it might be a good opportunity for you to tell the story of how the show came to be, what you've got going on in Copenhagen next month. Absolutely. Feldman, would you like to have a seat? Uh, sure. Let me just go grab my tape recorder. I'll be right back. Tape recorder? What, she can't use her phone? She writes for a daily print newspaper about digital technology. Feldman contains multitudes. <laughs> I'll say. Listen, there's an 11.05 train back to New York with my name on it. Ah, so definitely no show tomorrow night. So definitely a failure. Not at all. But if Feldman interviews you, this could be great exposure. Let's stay positive. I will. Thanks, Tasha. Where's Bowens? I want to say goodbye. He said he's calling his husband, but more likely he's rewriting Act 2 of Paul's, Paul's Bunyan. Bunyan. Yeah, that last song. Loving you from head to toe. It's blistering, right? I, I know. I told him to tone it down. All right. Do you want to stay at the bar or move to a booth? A booth sounds great, Feldman. Wait, everywhere you go, not just on stage? I know. I know it doesn't make sense, but for a while now, I have been busting out into musical numbers. Now that's unique. <laughs> so, your podcast. You record the live shows, you record the interviews, and then edit them all together around different themes? That's the plan. Are you recording the songs too? As you just walk around singing, are you making sure to capture Is this all? on the record? Of course. Then no comment. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> just have to wait and listen to how it all turns out. All right. You quit your job, you get a small sponsorship to do a few live shows at co-working spaces of all things. I come down to Dover to bomb spectacularly. You come down to Dover to sort of bomb. The Stronger in the Sky song was pretty good though. Thank you. So, what's your goal with all this? I think it's to make sure that people know there's hope. I don't necessarily feel like I can provide it, but maybe the folks I interview can. No. No? Mm, or it's not just that. You're so into the corporate innovation angle. That's what excites you. Let's face it, nobody's exactly pouring one out for corporate innovators. <laughs> so why is it important to interview them, to tell their story? 
because new ideas can come from anywhere. What are you writing? That's it. New ideas can come from anywhere. And your show is a funny way of trying to get those new ideas in front of a much bigger audience. Oh, that's great. That's how I'll position it in the piece. What other tech comedy shows are you writing about? Well, the biggest show in the space right now is the one hosted by The Explanatron. Have you heard it since she started doing old vaudeville routines? They did a great episode on blockchain. She cuts out all the middlemen in her setups. Who's on first? Oh, I get it. Who is the name of a baseball player? Now that's blockchain efficiency. I'm sitting down with her voice box tomorrow. That should be a good interview. Are you a blockchain fan at all, or crypto, or... I'm not an expert, but I'd like to think I know a thing or two. <laughs> uh, nice, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to learn more to prepare for the live stream I'm going to host at Blockchaining the Nordics. And don't you know Sally Skalski, co-founder of Skalski Coin? Her name came up when I Googled you. We uh, used to be engaged. <laughs> oh, r- right. It was your wedding registry. Ah. Oh. It's okay, it's okay. Uh, it's good to know what comes up when I'm Googled. No, 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 it's none of my business. Feldman, really, it's it's fine. We can talk about whatever you want. You're the one writing the piece, and, well, sometimes the past is just going to creep in. Our discussion was bound to be about more than my disastrous blockchain-themed show at the Crypto Cat Cafe. Surely it must also be about the fact that while I'm singing about crypto for an unhappy audience of 12, my ex is actually making money in the space with her new venture. <laughs> You're clearly an honest person. Maybe too honest. I bet what you like about blockchain is the transparency and trust. No transaction can occur until two nodes on a blockchain achieve consensus. Yes, that's exactly it. Mm Mm-hmm. I get it. We're not so different, you and I. A man who values honesty. If my mother were here, she'd tell me to marry you. She (laughs) Okay. Excuse me, I need to make a call. Of course. Hey, can I ask you a question? No, this is a one-way street, pal. Mm, just kidding. What's up? Uh, why is your name Feldman? Is that like a last name? Or? Why is your name Matt? Fair point. <laughs> I have a question, too. When this interview is published and we can stop chatting in this professional setting... Yes? Would you maybe want to... I mean, I come up to New York a lot, so... Yes! Yes! <clears throat> Sorry. Cool. Yes. <laughs> All right. If you could just give me five minutes... Absolutely. Oh, I knew it. There's a spark here. There's... No, no, man. Don't don't get caught up yet. This is just a crush. This is puppy love. Two kids at the soda shop. You are fresh out of an eight-year relationship. This isn't... Oh, but she values the honesty of a transaction completed on a blockchain. And isn't that what relationships are all about? Honesty? Communication? A couple can't move ahead unless they both truly agree on something. Just like two nodes on a network. I can imagine it now. Poodle skirts... Varsity jackets, a pair of root beer floats. Hey, do I know you from the autumn mixer? Uh, perhaps. I was part of that chain of fools. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Feldman, which is a perfectly normal first name. I'm Matt. It's nice to meet you, Feldman. I hope I'm not being too forward. As one node on a blockchain, I know it isn't always appropriate to just approach another node like this. Oh, please, it's fine. I, uh... I went through a pretty serious breakup recently, so I really appreciate you just coming up and saying hello. I I know how awkward it can be. Don't you mean you knowed? <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
Yeah, I, I've been thinking. We're not so young anymore, all rosy-cheeked and button-nosed. At a certain point, you just want to settle down, connect less with all the different points on a network, and find that one special... Some node. That one other node that makes you feel like you belong. That achieving consensus isn't just determining the order of events on a blockchain. That it can be... Something, something more. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's... It's been a while since I... Achieved consensus with another node? Whoa. Matt, I'm an adult. I've achieved consensus before. Yeah, but this is... <clears throat> I mean, buy a node dinner first. The last node I achieved consensus with, it was a little more traditional where she grew up. It was like father nodes best in her network. And how'd that work out? Well, we're not completing transactions anymore, are we? Or why are we talking about her? That's in the past. The past doesn't just stay past on a blockchain, Matt. I mean, sure, each transaction is time-stamped, but the data we move can pass across borders without friction. I knowed, I knowed. But some data, it can be hurtful, can't it? Like, maybe it conjures up a bad time in your life, and you don't want it just moving all over the place without friction. Matt, you have to confront your past. Feldman. Breaking up with Sally hurt. Believe me, I get it. But if you and I want to achieve consensus, I mean, serious... Deep consensus. The kind that shakes you to your core and leaves you breathless. The kind that only happens when two nodes meet and agree with each other. The kind that can actually bring a new transaction into this world. Right, that's, yeah. <laughs> You're nervous. Who, me? Node way. Then what is it? I... I am looking for all of that. But I've had my heart broken, Feldman. And if I look back and see nothing but the wreckage of my last relationship... I... The note I know gave me purpose Our transactions had the truest of value The note I knowed was the apex of all I wanted to know But what happened to the note you knew? Come on, Feldman, please. I'm just saying, you can't node where you're going until you node where you've been. What? You want me to talk about my ex-fiancé and her science-denying father? You want me to talk about the bad date where I had an anxiety attack and couldn't shut up about Google's cloud services? <laughs> I want you to talk about whatever you want to talk about. But I don't want you to deny the pain you felt in the past or pin an irrational amount of hope for the future on me, a node you barely node at all. Fine. The note I know gave me security But towards the end no consensus was achieved And as parts of a chain as new bridges were gained Her drive left no space for me I know the show didn't go as planned I know you're feeling down, but keep your chain up, Matt. It's only one bad night, and the show isn't called Live From Tonight, is it? One day a node will fill me with purpose. A node like node other our consensus shows. That node I will know, the apex of all I ever wanted to know. She could be right under my notes. 
Yes, I could be right under your nose. Yes, she I could be right under your Sorry about that. Not to worry, I was just uh, imagining. <clears throat> well, when's the next time you're gonna be in New York? I can think of places for us to- Jeez, come on, dude. Yes, I am at a bar next to the Cat Cafe. <sighs> you know what, I, I am absolutely game to talk about whatever you wanna talk about, Feldman. <laughs> My past relationship, how embarrassed I was tonight up there on stage. <laughs> Honesty is what appeals to me about blockchain, and, and this conversation, too. I wanna discuss it all, just have it out. Uh-huh. Uh, are you texting someone that's going to join us, or...? Yeah, this guy I'm seeing. Is... is that okay? Yeah, definitely. Most okay thing ever. <laughs> hey, sorry I'm late, babe. Uh, that's all right. Fletchman, this is Matt. Matt, this is Daryl Fletchman. Yeah, good to meet you, bro. Hi, uh... Feldman and Fletchman? <laughs> oh, well, nobody calls me Fletchman. My boys call me Daryl, er, D. Fletch. My buddy Oliman calls me Rill because his name is Solomon, so that's like a solidarity thing. How is the show? Feldman tells me you do jokes about computers. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I am a thing that you type on. <laughs> By me. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna head back to my hotel. <clears throat> Daryl, it was great to meet you. Feldman, I can't wait to read the article when it comes out. I'll have to mail you a copy. We're a daily print newspaper about digital technology. Right. Matt, wait. <sighs> I realize we got our wires crossed. No, I, I'm embarrassed. I'm so sorry. I thought when you were asking about hanging out in New York, you were... I, I think I was. I, I, I think I was asking you out. What? I, but what about Rill? Please don't call him that. Only Solomon can call him that. Sorry. But isn't it unethical? I'm including your show in a piece I'm writing. Yeah, I figured that's why you wanted to wait to hang until after the interview was published. I don't know. Let's, let's just... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Matt. And, and not only for the confusion, for... I still should have known better. What did you say? I said I should have known better. Trust is important. It is. But what happened to the note I knew? Goodbye, Feldman. Wait, how did I know to just sing like that? Bowens, what are you still doing up? After I hung up with Roger, I struggled a bit on act two of Paul's Bunyan, got bored, and found myself in a cryptocurrency wormhole on YouTube. Oh, yeah? I've seen this video. This is that Jakecoin kid. What do you think of this? And that's the last time I ever wore a sandal. Turn it up? <sighs> 
we are still here chatting with Jake Riley, the founder of JakeCoin. Jake, what was the impetus for founding your own currency? Well, I was at Craig's house and he had ice cream and I did not have money for ice cream. So I took some of my rocks and gave them to Craig and then he had my rocks and I had ice cream. So like any successful entrepreneur, you found a hole in the marketplace and built a solution. And are you kidding me? You're talking to a little boy as if he's a grown man. Jake, how would I buy JakeCoin at a fair price? You can buy anytime. Jake, that is impressive. You're impressive. I feel like I'm in a dream. I'm not in my body. This is a child, and I know things have been hard for you lately, and I know you haven't been able to finish your novel. Well, Kelly, while you're having your little fit, I'm buying a ton of Jake coin and securing my retirement. I can be a crypto founder, too. Watch. See this air? All this air around us, surrounding us? Hmm? Presto changeo. Boom. It's money now. I can buy a boat with it. Kelly coin. I'm tired. Donnie, a nice lady's on the phone. Oh, well, it looks like we will be speaking to Tony Riley, Jake's father, in just a Hello? minute. Hello? Oh, Mr. Riley, welcome to the show. Show? I'm on television? Jake, what's happening? Are you proud of your son? Proud? For what? Look, I spent all day with my hand up a horse's backside. I don't have time for cryptocurrencies. Oh, you're a farmer. No, no, I'm a puppeteer. Point is, I'm an artist. This tech stuff makes no sense. Very little makes sense to me anymore, Mr. Riley. Owens, I think... I think I'm having an epiphany. What? Mr. Riley, in the time we have left, we really would like to hear from Jake again about why he started his own money and what value a decentralized currency can provide. Oh, well, think about the developing world, Anne. Where trust in government is low, where proof of currency is so often a proof of identity. And my gosh, we live in a decentralized age. It is paramount to the health of the planet that people trade new goods and services digitally and without friction. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a show to do. Get over here, buttercup! It's all about sentiment. Confidence. If you're bullish on something, be it a cryptocurrency or our show, you can never stop believing in it. Sure, tonight was a bad night, but there is always tomorrow. That's lovely, Matt. Hello? Matt! Natasha? Are you on the train? Are you sitting down? No, uh, wait. Damn it. <clears throat> uh, okay, now I am. I have someone for you to interview for the podcast, and you can totally edit it into this crypto episode. Who? International pop star turned cryptocurrency founder, Akon. He's coming to New York with his team tomorrow. Akon? Wow. Tomorrow? I'll, I'll be there. Thank you. This is... Bowens, do you hear that? There is always tomorrow. Akon on my little podcast. And who knows? Maybe he'll bring a legendary world historical figure with him. Welcome back to Live from Tomorrow. I am honored to be joined by Reverend Jesse Jackson, an Akon, yes, singer, songwriter, blockchain entrepreneur. If you can speak a bit to how this idea came about and how you formed the founding team, I think that would be very inspirational to all of the entrepreneurial listeners who come and work out of the space, who listen to the podcast, etc. The youth of Africa was really my main focus. You know, 70% of Africa's youth is under 25. And we have all the natural resources in the world that's been mismanaged. So the whole purpose of building the Acoin cryptocurrency was so that we could utilize all those resources, all those commodities, create a value within Africa itself, and then add on to the youth population with all that energy and be able to control it. The youth don't really have all the tools necessary to rebuild right. the structure. And they don't have the tools necessary to build infrastructure. 
so they can be able to control Africa's future and how it's going to be communicated for the, you know, for the rest of the world. So ultimately, because of the fact that they're very digitally savvy, we said the best opportunity is, for, first of all, utilize all the newest technologies in Africa, and then utilize the blockchain system, which will give us complete transparency and security for Africa's future. And also building it independently of your traditional fiat currency, right? Absolutely, because you gotta understand, like in Africa, there's so many currencies. Yep. It's constantly fl fluctuating up and down. And for Africa, that has so many resources and minerals, and a population of billions, to not have a stable currency is unheard of. It just doesn't make sense to me. So I feel like blockchain would be, the crypto side of things, of course, would be the savior for it. And an opportunity not just to buy and trade new currencies, but also to build on top of it, right, as a technology platform. Well, the whole idea is to create dApps right. and create platforms that can constantly be building on top and on top to be able to create that you know, control. The struggles from uh, going down to South Africa have been about freedom. It comes about equality. Maybe your freedom allies may not be your equality allies. That requires a skill set, and today a scientific skill set, whether if you're free but not equal, free but don't, don't have a sense of, of spirituality, and that's the key to the kingdom, spirit, strong spirit, strong kingdom. Right. This idea of freedom without parity, freedom without equality, is something that you hear actually a lot now outside of politics in the technology sector. And you begin to see these entrepreneurs coming from South Asia, West Africa, East Asia, talking about the opportunities to build. Yeah. The bias we have here is this is an entrepreneurial ecosystem. We've done it here in North America. We're in one of the most beautiful innovation centers in the country right now. Reverend Jackson, when you think about building an entrepreneurial ecosystem in Africa or here, and you think about how freedom doesn't necessarily equal equality, what are some of the ways that you can address those by working directly with young entrepreneurs themselves? You know, uh, Silicon Valley, based to build up the defense industry investment, right. and they use their minds to just outthought the generation. So whether it is uh, Tesla, or whether it is Amazon, or Apple, or Facebook, all those within, within the last 15 years. If young Africans get the opportunity, like they're you know, putting young Indians and the like, young Africans put in that same agenda. There's nothing we cannot do. And really up it is when you get up, when we have an even playing field, and I think that's what ACON represents to me. Uh, the reason we're so good in, say, track or football, whenever the playing field is even, and the rules are public and the goals are clear, we can make it. Right. So we, as we even the opportunity to feel, you see, you see creativity just, just take off. That's a key idea, right? They need to know the rules in order to play and then win the game. So. You've obviously been exposed to a number of businesses, entertainment, uh, uh, your more traditional venture investing opportunities. One of the things that inspires me, and I think a lot of people in the blockchain ecosystem, is all of a sudden the cost to start something comes way down. But the rules are still might, uh, might still be a little opaque. What, is your, what are your thoughts on entrepreneurial education in addition to just sort of crypto education for those coming out to build, right? You're not just building the technology, you're building the business from the technology. 1,000%. I think it's very important because it all boils down to education, you know? And as the technical life starts to explode and it starts to be developed, there's a lot of issues that, that comes with it, a lot of challenges that needs to be addressed. And the more educated you are to it, the easier it is for you to be able to function within it and be able to navigate through those, you know, those challenges. Akon, you also are using music as a method of getting attention. And Akon is, is, is taking his audiences and transforming them into an education and inspiration going hand in hand. You must first get the attention about the attention 
and attitude is, is key to change. And Avon represents a phenomenal use of his talents to inspire and to take us to it. There's nothing we can't do once we believe we can do it. Avon believes he can do anything. And it works for him, it works for all of us. So, again, we're keeping in this entrepreneurial ecosystem idea that I think is extremely important. At what point, and maybe it's a chicken or egg thing, in the course of your artistry, did you think, I gotta also own this stuff? You know, I'm not out here just performing. There's a back-end business infrastructure that I need to really understand because that's a key moment in the life of an artist, or a creative person of any kind is, maybe I could build this on my own. Yeah, I mean, what's funny is that, that actually comes parallel to the music business. You have a lot of artists who create these amazing songs, don't own the copyright, don't own the publishing, and then later down the line, the companies have made billions of dollars and these guys are dead broke and don't understand why they're broke, right? So me hearing those scary stories, I kind of learned the business of music before I got into it. So I walked into the business owning everything from day one all the way down to my ringtones. You know, so I think in any other business that you get into, you have to understand how the business works, how the money flows and where it flows to and what part, what part of the waterfall you fall into. Because if you're not at the top of the waterfall, then you're, you're clearly not doing well, it the right way. It's embarrassing to see athletes who fill up the stadium every Sunday afternoon. Exactly. They can't right. own, own their own jersey. Right. It's, it's and rent a car on the way out. The reason I, I, <laughs> yeah. I come back to the music thing is because before Mandel was free, Master Caleb was free. Right. Odetta was free. I mean, the music, and I'm convinced you can turn that drive into thinking creatively. And once you design it, you should own it. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about that during the Aretha Memorial. I watched on Aretha wow. President. That, that, yeah. I, that same idea of that this was this was freedom, but still maybe not with the kind of parody equality you guys are talking about. Nothing before Egon came along. Many of the athletes, many of the artists believed that, but they didn't make it happen. Yeah, that's true. Bill made it happen. Right. Uh, in a real sense, Stagger Lee. Uh, Lord Price made yep. it happen. Yep. Ray Charles made it happen. Absolutely. Sam Cooke made, yeah, made it happen. Made it happen. who will distribute for you yeah. and record you but not let you own your own masters. Icon, to me, the dynamic of his character, I demand the right to own my, my, my genius. Right. You're talking about proof. You're talking about ownership. This feels like a nice opportunity to transition back into cryptography, you know, cryptographic technology, right? This idea that you know you can audit all the way back every single transaction, that is a way of accounting for and enumerating freedom, or at least equality. In the DAP ecosystem you're trying to build, how important uh, or, or the role does that play in the way you think about your business? So the whole idea is to build more entrepreneurs, right? Support entrepreneurs, give them the tools to become successful in whatever ideological business that they decide to be in. But more than anything, I want to create the transparency to delete all that corruption that's going on in Africa. So. Because I think the corruption is the leading reason why Africa hasn't grown to where it needs to go. There's a lot of discussion right now around social media, uh, the web as it is. Should it be regulated as a public utility? How do we account for transparency on things like Facebook, Twitter? Uh, Reverend Jackson, I suppose this is a question for you. Do you think that the next wave of social media, the next wave of, of internet, needs to be built on a blockchain de facto just to be able to uh, keep people honest? Any good idea can be destroyed if it's abused. It's power uh, it, unchecked is dangerous. Power discipline thrusts us forward. And we, we begin to put hate on social media uh, and begin to attack people and jeopardize lives. It's not a good thing. And so I think that we must make certain to keep them from being overregulated, one extreme, to where it is now. We should keep it free. But freedom will be protected by, by discipline.
same time next year, heading into Q4 of 2019, what does Acoin look like and what does the larger debt ecosystem look like that you guys have enabled? That, well, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited to see where that becomes. Uh, I know my dream is for it to be eventually the official currency for all of Africa. You know, that's my dream in next 10, 15 years. Uh, where it goes, I can't predict it. The youth of, you know, that's going to be attached to it will be the ones that will definitely define where that goes for sure. Now we are free. Now the next wave has to come north. Idea of a currency and creativity. And, and owning the creativity and then multiplying the creativity because progress is made through addition uh, and, and multiplication, not through subtraction and division. Absolutely. So we add and we multiply and we make it happen. We have no idea just how fantastic it can be until we unleash it. This is a big idea, right, that perhaps the post-colonial inheritance of Africa is not just political independence, but financial independence. You talk about you wanting a coin to potentially be a continent-wide currency. Just out of curiosity, what is the downside of that? Because we've also seen similar ideas tried in different experimental pockets, right? This idea of a sort of one coin for all play. And I, and I wonder if human nature disallows for that kind of uh, uh, sort of homogeneity, that kind of monopoly. Is there a sort of a downside of doing this? Or do you think that, you know, it's really just worth kind of shooting for the stars and let's try to go as big as possible. Put it this way, what makes America great? There are many languages, one currency. Right. And one currency allows people to unite many, many languages but one message. Yeah. And that was part of the, the genius of Gaddafi, speaking of, 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 of one, one currency Africa, yeah. and one Africa. So we, we, and to me to see it come on the back, not of a traditional politician, the musician who appeals to our youth to begin to speak of in terms of one currency, one Africa, one future, one hope, one desire. It's doable, and there is no downside to it, really. I like the idea of Acoin as sort of the currency of empathy. I think that that's, that's an opportunity right that there. That sounds pretty good. I like that. I'm yeah, not mad at that. Good. Yeah, no, I'm not going to make a t-shirt or anything. That doesn't, that's, not, that's not the new slogan. Wink. All right. Uh, I like to have a pocket full of them. Acoins. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm very empathetic. <laughs> Each of you guys can just say your name, what you're working on. We'd love that. Absolutely. Jesse Jackson, keep up alive. I want to be a coin chauffeur. That's my ambition. I'm driving on down the road. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Akon, founder of Acoin, and I'm just fighting for Africa's freedom. Got it. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you, man, so much. Thank you. Thanks for being here. You got Thank it. Thank you, Jackson. Absolute honor. Thank you so much. How was it? That was your media bar mitzvah. <laughs> Thank you, Natasha. I'm, I'm still sort of stunned by the whole thing. Mm. Mm? What? Martha Witherspoon from MFB just wrote to me. Here, read it. Matt just saw the photo of you, Akon, and Jesse Jackson posted to the Acoin Twitter account. Big congrats! C-O-N-G-R-A-T-S. Can't wait for next month in Copenhagen. Ah, you see that? Big congrats? That's some serious business. Jeez, my phone's blowing up. Well, this was a big interview. Aw, check it out. Bowens wrote to me. And Pat Dreyfus? Go, Matt! Interviewing legends! Nicely done, buddy boy. I almost forgive you for not visiting Noreen and I when you were here in Dover. <laughs> I knew deep down that last night was just, well, just one night. I got my hopes up for the show and it didn't go well. Heck, I got my hopes up naively with Feldman and that wasn't anything either. 
but it shouldn't rattle my faith in what I do and live from tomorrow. I care about bringing audiences together and exposing them to innovators with new, powerful ideas. It's like blockchain technology itself, that which makes possible innovations like Acoin. It's honest, it's transparent, and offers proof forever of the work we do. Uh, that's a bit of a stretch, but... The show is what I produce, Natasha. It's the work I put into the world. It's what can connect people, and is what I will leave behind. <laughs> imagine, Natasha, imagine friends like Bowens and Pat, right now, singing with us. I don't. Have you ever taken the time to consider what you and I will one day leave behind? Oh, okay, we're singing now. The record of a trillion bargone transactions which comprise the very fabric of mankind. Yeah, I can totally hear Pat like singing. The footprints in the sand we Print. An impression that remains long after we're gone. Oh, and Bowen's too. And, and if our actions remain accessible in our absence, the whole supply chain will celebrate the work we've done. I'll be a block. Let's head down a few floors. What? Yeah, we've got to get people to sing in the middle of their office during the workday. It's it's my thing. Let's go. In industries both kindred and disparate. From shipping to waste management to what we eat. Blocks like us will audit these supply chains in partnership with every other block we meet. Hey, everybody, I just conducted an interview with Akon and the Reverend Jesse Jackson upstairs. Our show is going to be a hit. Woohoo! Congrats! Oh hey, it's you again. Hey, Trish, can you believe it? You weren't kidding, Matt. They all want to sing with you. Come on, folks. Let's spread the innovation love. We are all achieving consensus. We are all agreeable nodes on the chain of life.
step forward in economies and philosophies alike. Won't you take my hand and join me, my family? is my innovation, bringing people together to sing, to laugh, to celebrate the new and sometimes impossible. And it's going to take a lot to throw off my rhythm. Hi, Matt. Sally? I got back to New York last week, had a meeting in this building, and well, when I heard singing down here, I knew it had to be you. Whoa! Matt! All right, my rhythm is thrown. And that's the last time I ever wore a sandal. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, I want to thank everybody who worked on this show, which will include the unusual practice of reading my own name in the third person. <laughs> Our cast in alphabetical order, Matthew Walters-Bowens, Matt Hooper, Kelly Quinn, Shai Tamari, and Ann Veal and additionally featuring Natasha Vansgapal, Jim Bloom, Francis Simowitz, and Mark Levy as Pat Dreyfus, our guests, Akon and Reverend Jesse Jackson, our executive producer, Aaron Kressner, score by Ben Easton, music and lyrics by Mark Levy and Ben Easton. The band is the Academy Blues Project, and their members are Mark Levy, Ben Easton, Trevor Brown, and Jim Bloom. Sound designed and mixed by Barbaros Kynock, and this show was written and edited by Matt Hooper. <laughs>